Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. The Rise Up Network is committed to sharing those stories of servant leaders, those men and women making an impact in their communities in the marketplace. We have a tremendous servant leader in studio with us today. We have the Deputy Director of the Marine Corps Recruit Depot Museum Foundation, MCRD Museum Foundation Deputy Director, Chris Wehmer. Chris, welcome, sir. James, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I know, um, you know, you guys have a really important job. I'm actually very excited to have this conversation and get all of my history and get up to speed on everything that you guys are doing. Um, but before we dive into MCRD, the Museum Foundation, all that, you know, share a little bit about your background. You know, where'd you from? What, you know, what had you choose the Marine Corps? What's your uh, experience been like? Sure. It's actually, I, I think everybody's got a unique story. I think yeah. mine's, mine's no different. Uh, yep. I was actually, I was born in Seoul, South Korea, um, okay. adopted by an American family. So I was, I was like four months old when I came over to the States. Um, grew up, you know, in, in the mid, in New Jersey first and then in the Midwest in Indiana, Northeast Indiana. Um, and then I was actually just doing kind of what you would were your parents in the military? So my dad was actually drafted into the army in Vietnam, but it was never something he really talked about or wanted to push me towards. I was always on that, what I would call a traditional track of you go to high school, you graduate, then you go on to college, you get a four-year degree, and then you figure life out after that. Right. Um, and that's what I was doing. I was just kind of going to school, um, doing, uh, I was studying criminal justice, and uh, and then I was in my, I was entering my, my, well, I was in my second year, and then 9-11 happened. And I just remember, you know, I was in class and um, my history professor came in and she was crying and I didn't know what was happening because I barely woke up in time just to get to class, let alone find out what happened. It's early in the morning. Exactly. Especially and if you were in the Midwest at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of was just, she said she couldn't teach the class and she was pretty distraught. So we, we all left and I was walking out into the quad and somebody had, you know, this was still when they had the rolling TV cart. Oh that, yeah. Yeah the, yeah. the infamous rolling TV cart. Sure. So they rolled it out there and, and I was watching the towers burn and I was just I, I mean you know any of us who, who experienced that day there's you really can't describe you can't unremember that day. absolutely you can't unremember it and you can't really describe what was going through your mind because it was hard to process you know yeah um, and so that was kind of really uh, that was the catalyst that really kind of started my mind to think like you know here I am I'm adopted I've lived this great middle-class life I've grown up not wanting for anything um, and this is this is happening and this is the world we live in mm -hmm. and um, I just felt this really um, just I, I felt that I needed to do something more yeah. so that's what started me on the road to to entering the Marine Corps got it and what and what had you choose the Marine Corps versus the other branches don't be if I'm being honest so I mean I, I talked to all the branches I, I certainly the Marines was was my top of the four branch the four main branches that I was looking at okay. um, but then I was I was exploring. you were considering the Coast Guard I, I, I actually the Coast Guard I was not considering so <laughs> I was only considering the the Marine Corps the Navy uh, the Army and really I hadn't even really considered the Air Force but okay. the, of the main branches uh, the five main branches I should say the Coast Guard was not um, a consideration initially we, our we do we absolutely do um, but it, I just remember I, I was I was pretty heavily leaning towards the Marine Corps, but I was doing my due diligence. Yeah. And I remember going into the recruiter's office one day and uh, I'll never forget, I, I was talking to the sergeant there and I was, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm still looking into some things and considering some stuff because I'd like to finish my degree and, and all this stuff. And, you know, it's, I'm still thinking about it. He's like, well, he's like, the only question you really need to answer is when you look in the mirror, what kind of uniform do you want to have on? 
and I, I, I just saw the blues and I was like, yeah, he, he's guy's right. a closer. Cher- yeah. He's a closer. I was like, cherry on top, seal the deal. Let's sign the paperwork. And, and that, so there was a lot more into it, but sure. the end was kind of, uh, you know, just, did you it finish was a, school or did you go right in? So no, I just, I, I actually, I withdrew from school. I was two and a half, you know, Talk How about was that call with your dad? Proud parents, right? You know, like, congratulations, mom and dad. You've worked hard. You've sent me to school for two and a half years. And, oh, by the way, I'm going to drop out and join the Marine Corps when we're right. about to go enter two two major wars, right? Um, Afghanistan had already happened at that point, And uh, I think everybody knew Iraq was on the verge of happening. Yep. Um, so it was, to be totally honest, uh, I couldn't be more fortunate. They were just the most supportive, um, understanding they they listened to me they talked to me about it but at the end of the day i think uh they knew that it was something that i had to make the choice to do Mm. um and for good or bad i I would have to you know live with the consequences in that choice so um they were very supportive and and never really tried to push back on on my decision fantastic yeah so so then what was your what was your service like uh it was everything uh, that you would probably expect and then everything I didn't expect. And what I mean by that, it was, you know, I, I, I was a tow gunner, which a lot of people don't know what that is. It's basically, it's an infantry MOS, um, but it's a very old uh, anti-tank missile system that gets mounted on top of a Humvee. So mm-hmm. the infantry, the real infantry doesn't really consider us real infantry because we just ride around in a Because you ride around in a Humvee. Yeah, with a big missile right. um, while they're kicking down doors. And then, um, so it, we are an infantry MOS, but... Uh, it, it just, you don't really know what to expect. As a young man, I was, uh, when I entered the Marine Corps, I believe I was 21. So a little older than maybe, you know, your average 18 year old. Um, but I was still really young, really just kind of naive to, um, maybe what I was getting into and and what it was like, you know, you see Mm -hmm. things on film and TV and you read it. The recruiter's got this slick video. Yeah. And and even, you know, I work at a museum and you go to the museum and and you kind of, you get a, a, you get a snippet of what, what history and what an experience is like. And you try to formulate your own opinion. And it it was, um, we did, when I was in, um, I was with first battalion, fifth Marines Mm -hmm. and 2003 to 2007, we did two deployments to Iraq. We did uh, 2003, we were part of the first Battle of Fallujah. Uh, 2005, we deployed to Ramadi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 2006, uh, we actually did another deployment, but it was on a Marine Expeditionary Unit um, based out of Japan. So we got to actually go on ship and, and kind of see a little bit more of the world besides just the yeah. Middle East. But uh, it was a high tempo uh, time to be in the Marine Corps and the military in general. Um, you know, three deployments in four years is a pretty, yeah. pretty fast pace. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, it was, it's my pleasure, really. When, and when, and when did you get out? So I got out in 2007 okay. and, and I decided a long time before that I was never going back to Indiana because I was in San Diego. I was, right. I was fortunate enough to get stationed at Camp Pendleton and the yeah. North End. So I was in like Southern Orange County, basically, right. and uh, just really loved everything about this place uh, and, and the community and um, decided that I didn't know how I was going to do it, but somehow I was going to build a life here for yeah. myself. And um, I went around and I, I, I worked a bunch of random jobs. I ended up in corporate America and doing international logistics. And um, it was a good it was a good career. Just didn't have any passion. There was no personal yeah. connection to it. It was a paycheck. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of decided I, I wanted to make a change. So I, I went back to finish school. I went over I found the museum uh, reconnected with them and started volunteering there just to try to understand what the museum and nonprofit life was like and uh, that's kind of what set me on my path today okay and so you know how did you even get connected though with the museum 
I literally just looked it up online. I was actually, okay. I was, I was actually volunteering at the uh, Veterans Museum down in Balboa Park. Yeah, cool. And I was just helping out on on some of my off time, sorting the collection and doing things. And then, um, I just happened to look up uh, MCRD online, and um, I just completely forgot that there was even a museum there. So I'm like. We're trying to promote to the San Diego community that, hey, we're a museum, we exist. And, yep. and I can understand why people don't know about it because I was I went through MCRD, I went to the museum, and I completely forgot about it. Right. Um, so I just found it again online, and uh, I contacted the director of the museum, who at the time, Barbara McCurtis, um, she was really, really awesome, really welcoming, just reached out, uh, set a time to meet, and the rest is kind of history. I went in, um, started interning and volunteering in different uh departments within the museum and mm -hmm. um, then eventually found my way over to the foundation where I'm at now. Got it. Okay. And now give us, give us the history of the museum. So some people listening to this, you know, know about MCRD. Some know that there's a museum, some don't, you know, give us a little bit of, you know, background there. Sure. Uh, the museum opened in 1987. So MCRD for, um, you know, our local military historians and San Diegans, MCRD has been around since, uh, you know, we broke ground in 1919. We're actually, we're in our centennial celebration period, which is a big deal. So wow, 1921 okay. is when the doors opened at MCRD. Um, so we're just about under two years shy of our 100 year anniversary. Um, the museum did not open until 1987. The foundation came one year later in 1988. Uh, the museum is it's one of three command museums in the Marine Corps, only one on the West Coast. The other two are uh, the Quantico, the National Museum in Quantico yep. and, and Paris Island, South Carolina, our, our sister museum over at the other boot camp. Um, and we we focus obviously on preserving the legacy and history of the Marine Corps, but more specifically, uh, the history of the Marine Corps here in Southern California. So we're a little bit of a niche museum. I like and, that. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of interesting, probably not well-known history dealing with uh, the Marine Corps right here in San Diego um, that I think a lot of people would find interesting that um, their backyard used to be potentially, you know, a military encampment yeah. <laughs> where, where Marines lived. And, and that's 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 true of a lot of places in San Diego. So, you know, what do you what do you want people to know about the museum and about the foundation? Sure. I, I think what we first is we want them to know that we do exist. Um, we are free and open to the public, so it's, it's hard. free. It is free. It, we One are of the most important words in English language. Every, As a dad, that, I like free. <laughs> Everybody loves that word. Uh, it's we are open to the public. We're a federal museum. Uh, the easiest way to come visit us if you don't have access to uh, a military base is if you visit our website. Um, you can go to. Uh, gate 5 off Washington Street and there's a visitor center outside of the gate and you can go in there and get a temporary like a day pass to come on and visit the museum as long as you present your credentials you know your license registration things of that nature um, but we are free and open to the public um, the the foundation we, we've we existed initially to support the museum financially and to help fill you know the funding gap that um, you know maybe existed uh, to help support building of exhibits, creation of programs, things like that. Um, since I've been at the foundation, I've been with the foundation for uh, just a, just about four years now. Um, we've really expanded our mission to uh, we continue to fill that funding gap. So essentially, everything we don't pay for the building, we don't pay rent because we're on MCRD San Diego. Mm -hmm. The the five museum permanent employees, they're all GS employees, so they all get their paychecks from the federal government. Okay. Other than that. 
uh, the, all the exhibits, all the upgrades, even uh, all the programming, all of that has to come uh, from funding from the foundation. So uh, we have a pretty large mission in, in terms of uh, what we need to do fundraising wise. And then we've also become an operational arm uh, for the museum by helping out uh, not only fund the programs, but helping run several of the programs at the museum as well. And you and I mean, I know you guys are doing a lot of community outreach, mm -hmm. different programs. Yep. Share with us about that. Sure. That's one of our biggest initiatives is in whatever uh, population we're looking to serve. We want to be, you know, we want to build that community. And I think we realized uh, early on was that we are MCRD San Diego. That gives us a little bit more unique uh, draw, if you will, mm -hmm. because. Um, it's only one of only two places enlisted Marines go to boot camp, um, and and so many people, like drill instructors, families, um, you know, have walked. MCRD represents a really special place in their in their uh, lineage, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, so we've we've created several programs and events, and a couple of them. One is Tun Tavern Tuesday, which I would highly encourage everybody Tun to check. Tun Tavern Tuesday. Tun Tavern Tuesday. Okay. So Tun Tavern is where. Uh, the Marine Corps was was birthed in a, a tavern in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, back in uh, you know the Revolutionary War. And Tun Tavern Tuesday is a it's a free event. It's open to the community. It's a way for us to invite our families, our veterans, and and just partners and friends in the community uh, back to MCRD, back to the museum, um, and to all really build that community together, um, network, socialize, find solutions that we can um, you know each help each other with, whether it's veteran issues, active duty relations with the, the community. Um, there's live music, there's free tacos, there's free beverages. And I'm talking, you know, we're in San Diego. We are in no shortage of awesome craft breweries that come around and, and donate um, some libations for us to, to have. We have uh, South Coast Wines who donates wine to um, host at the event. So it's a really great social mixer. It's generally the first uh, Tuesday of every a month unless there's a holiday which is usually only july or september so first tuesday of every month 3 p.m to 6 p.m first tuesday of every month yep. 3 p.m to 6 p.m yeah okay and is it at the museum it's at the museum it's either inside or in the courtyard we have a really nice courtyard outdoor space but um sometimes as we get into the later months of the year it gets a little darker a little faster a little for san diegans it gets cold because you know, it, it drops below it's 70 cold. degrees yeah, it drops below 70 yeah. um and, and we move it indoors for a couple of months but it's at the museum every time yep fantastic and it you know it sounds like that'd be a great event to come network absolutely as well as you know get up to speed on what's going on with the museum yep. and see if you know contributing to the foundation you know ideally with your money um, or maybe in a volunteer capacity, uh, mm -hmm. that's a great place to come and talk to folks and, and check it out. Yeah, we like to think of ourselves, one of our missions is, is you know, be a bridge to the community, and we feel mm -hmm. like that event really embodies that essence of connecting our military, our families, our veterans, our, our partners and friends in the community, and, 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 you know, really kind of bridging that gap. Phenomenal. Um, and I'm guessing, I mean, is there info online or how do people go if they're listening to this, you know, find info out like, hey, I want to go to the next one in November? Sure. So if you visit our website at uh, www.mcrdmuseumfoundation.org, uh, we have a calendar on there. So you can always check the calendar to see what events are going on. Um, and Tun Tavern is always 
on the calendar so you can double check that you can follow us on facebook that's always one of the best ways as well we always post all of our event information uh, we always blast it out you know a week or two prior right. on facebook and that's mcrd well. museum so yeah folks you want to make a note of this put this in your phone or write this down if you're driving keep your hands on the wheel <laughs> but mcrd museumfoundation.org mcrdmuseumfoundation.org um, or Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at mcrdmuseum and that will have the, the calendar and all the information you need. Um, so fantastic. Absolutely. Talk to me about family forever. Sure. Uh, one of the, we, being who we are, we, we've had um, a lot of um, connections with various um, Gold Star spouses mm-hmm. and, and one was very mm-hmm. young and um, the backstory was she had met her husband while he was volunteering at the museum and um, they got they fell in love got married and then unfortunately he passed uh, he was killed on his last patrol in Afghanistan um, you know several years ago and so through her and through meeting other other families who are gold star families we we kind of started to learn that gold star families there's there's a lot we could be, a lot more we all could be doing to support them on a regular basis. Amen um, to that. And and here specifically in San Diego, there's um, there's not a lot. There wasn't a, a real community, a regularly, um, like a regular community, where they could attend events or get access to resources. A lot of people were, um, you know, over or on the East Coast or or somewhere mm-hmm. outside of San Diego that didn't make it accessible. So we just wanted to build a community for them, and it's everything from. Um, helping connect them with traditional um, what you would consider types of resources whether they be financial therapeutic um, um, you know wellness based type of resources and and also just building a community where they could connect with each other and we could welcome them back and say hey you know you're still part of our family and they lost when they lost their service member they lost everything they lost the service member they lost their connection to the the community that they had grown up in and that they had come to love and feel safe in Um, and so this is our way of just you know we host about 10 events a year so one almost one a month and 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 it's really just welcoming them back welcoming them back and and helping them remember that we're always going to be here for them and and we'll always honor the sacrifice that their family has given us thank you for doing that it's you know it it occurs like there is a shortage of of what we can be doing for these families Absolutely. you know and i'm not saying anything i mean there i know that there are programs there are full-on organizations that support these families and it still occurs like we fall short you know um so i think that's fantastic that you know mcrd museum is doing something to bring them together create this network and come up under them and support these families absolutely what are some parting words for our network, our community? What do we need to know? Obviously, people need to take out their checkbooks and their credit cards, give you guys some money. <laughs> like, what else? Well, we always encourage, I mean, while, while we do, uh, that's our business, we, we, we need to make sure we're able to fund the mission of the museum. Yeah. We always encourage, uh, well, actually, first thing, let me back up. I'd like to say, you know, I think uh, to all your listeners and everybody who supports this, you know, thank you for doing what you're doing because you're helping mm-hmm. raise awareness. You're part of that machine that's able to, get the message out not only for our organization but a lot of other really deserving hard-working servant leaders that you guys have um, you know shared with the community so thank you all for doing that and just listening um, and spreading that word but I think it's an honor uh, we we always tell people continue to learn you know listen listen to you know shows like this and, and learn what you can do what resources are out there that you can support um, if you're interested in, in looking more into us we always invite you to come down and just visit the museum that's always fun just to come visit the museum um, and, and learn a little bit about the history of the Marine Corps but 
come come learn about us as well. You know, if, if you're interested in some of the things we're doing, if you've liked some of the stuff you've heard, we, we'd love to share more um, and, and talk to you a little bit more about what other things we're doing and maybe other things we have planned. Awesome. Chris, yeah. thank you for coming on. Folks, go check out the museum. You know, some of you listening, I'm sure, didn't even know that MCRD had a museum. You know, first step is actually go to their website, check them out on social media. Um, you can follow them at MCRD Museum or their website, mcrdmuseumfoundation.org. Go take your family there. Go on a date there. Go there with some friends and just check it out and and learn more about it. I mean, the history of the Marines and Marine, this, this country is built on the back of Marines. And it's important to know our history so we know where we're at and how we can network and how we can support one another. So go check it out. And remember, as we always say around here, continue to rise up. Rise up.